I said, empty your mind. Be formless, shapeless, like water. Alrighty. Ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls. It's I, the Noah Kuhn. Joined here today by one of my men, one of my favourite people that's come into my life pretty pretty regularly and pretty early, actually. I mean, well, pretty recently. Uh, Mr. Jordan, how are you? Hey, bro. I'm good. Yourself? Man, man, I'm living the dream. This is a long time in the making. I mean, we've been trying to do this for like, fuck, be a couple of months now, surely. Yeah, bro. Every week we've <laughs> said, let's catch up, let's connect, yeah. and um, something's come up, bro, in our busy lives, but um, we've made it happen, eh? We're here. We're here on this uh, fine Monday afternoon. Well, night now, actually. We're at 6.30. Set the mood, brother. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got all the lights going. There's that backlight as well. So once the, uh, once the camera turns off, there'll be some romance. In the, yeah, that's for sure. For sure, brother. <laughs> dim the lights, dim the lights. Yeah. <laughs> um, man, I, you know you know what I'm doing. You know how you know how I'm running it with this podcast. Um, yous are a big inspiration behind what I'm doing with this. Um, it's, it's, it's a big goal of mine to talk to people about this mental health and men's mental health. And, you know, just describe a little bit about what you think, uh, just describe a little bit about what you think men's mental health is in today's time and what you think we should be doing about it. Yeah, bro. So, like, currently, uh, men's mental health is, mental health in general, man, is just huge. Yeah. Um, So much going on in the world at the moment and has been for a while, especially, you know, with COVID and war and, and just, like, people, I guess you could say, seeing the lives that people live through social media, mm. um, they want that life. They think that that life is always positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think that's a massive one is people living through people on social media and not realising mm-hmm. that they're only showing you what they mm-hmm. want you to see and the positive mm-hmm. things. Um, so the biggest thing, man, is just breaking that stigma, um, getting blokes out there to actually be honest with the world and talk about what's going on in their life and the negative sides, bro. Um, And just a little bit into their life. And then that way people then I feel can relate because, hey, like I'm not the only one going through this or I don't feel like, you know, my world's coming down around me. I want to live like that dude. Really, that dude's world's coming coming down around him too behind the scenes. So, yeah, just breaking that stigma um, and... Building a community, man, like my aim is to build a community around currently Project Blokes, uh, which obviously you're a big part of with us guys too. Yeah. Um, so go go dive into a little bit of Project Blokes. Yeah, so righto. So, um, the people, I've, I've spoken about yep. it many times on here, but so what is your role and what are you doing? Myself and um, JDL, yep. um, like I said, we are just chatting randomly one night. We are catching up. Um, and you boys know each other. Yeah, bro. So we worked... Um, in the residential sector together. So that's working with um, children from child safety. Yep. So we worked in houses together. Um, so that's how you met? Yeah, that's how we oh, met. Okay. Right. Yeah, well, that's yeah, more yeah. or less how we met. Yep. Um, and then we just kind of connected from there. Um, met up a few times out in the town um, yeah. on the piss. And yeah. Had a few chats. And so then, how long ago is this? Bro, this is going back about two and a half years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 So and then obviously we had chats and we are just like, man, like something needs to stop around this town. Like, you know, Rocky's a bit of a negative place, especially with the drug use that's going on. Yeah. And, you know, you just see people, you know, 
unhappy but they're not willing to actually speak about it mm. so we thought oh, i'd be pretty cool just to like start like a bit of a men's mental health page you know we know that yeah. there's men's mental health pages around town and you know online but there's nothing they're just selling shirts bro like yeah. they're selling like a t-shirt and saying hey you know we're from so and so um buy our t-shirt yeah man that is awesome yep. but we wanted to be doing the groundwork man we wanted to be um putting Shaking the hands and kissing the babies, yeah. Shaking the hands and kissing the babies. So um, that's when we obviously started our um, Facebook page and Instagram page. And then, um, yeah, just started posting things so Mm. people could then obviously um, see what we're posting, see what we're about, um, get a bit of engagement. So this has been a two-year-long project. Oh, it's been a year, bro, in May that we started. Yeah, but we've been talking about it for a while. Yeah. So um, So it's been in fruition for two years. Yeah, bro. Yeah, okay. And then, so, yeah, so then we just started getting people to connect and then we thought, oh, you know, we need to get out there in the streets. We need to be out there where people can actually see us in person and can probably have better conversations with us, um, you know, when they're out in the street, you know, like we can have like a men's circle or a men's group where men can come to, they can talk about their problems in person and not just be, you know, behind the computer screen or behind their phone. Um, So, yeah, we started walks and um, it's taken off from there. So we've got a few events happening and, um, yeah, we've got some big things. Yeah, well, I mean, um, it's this weekend we're having the GYG, correct? Um, Next weekend, brother. Oh, okay, next weekend's the GYG, yeah. Thanks to GYG who have sponsored the event and support us at Project Blokes. Um, we're having a dinner um, at GYG on Sunday night, the third of April. Yeah, I yeah, believe. Yeah, um, yeah, I think it is that's the 3rd of Sunday, April. bro. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was. Re- so yeah. it is a Sunday, isn't it? Yeah, man. Yeah, so this uh, Sunday on the third of yeah, April. Bro. Um, yeah, so they get to people come. GYG are putting on food, and it's just for men's to connect, men to connect, check in. Yeah. Meet some dudes. Well, man. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a more welcoming situation. Like, I mean, we're all sitting down. We're going to be eating food. We're going to be, you know, laughing bullshit yeah, like bro. we normally do. It's a, uh, what's the word? It's a lot more easy to just come into that situation and sit down compared to if we, you know, if we sat in a circle, yeah, with, with chairs. Oh, bro. And we're, you know, we're sitting there staring at each other. It's obviously going to be a bit more. Yeah, man. That's that's probably a difficult one for a lot of dudes to um, to be able to. A lot of dudes probably wouldn't attend that. They yeah. would find it weird, bro. They yep. would honestly really yep. struggle with that. Um, you want to make it like a place, community place, yeah. something that a blokey bloke's going to come to. Like everyone wants a free feed. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. they get a free feed. Yeah. And, man, it's not all aimed around mental health. Like, man, it's just a place for guys to connect and have a chat. It doesn't have to be mental health related. It doesn't have to be negative. You know, it can be positive. It can just be... Joe Blow down the road that's new to town and wants to meet friends. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. he wants to be part of something. Yep. Well, it's, it's breaking yeah. a stigma where men feel like they can talk. That's right. Because, like, it's not, we're not just here for mental health. We're here to communicate. That's right. Because a lot of men in today's time are so... Uh, they're so caught up with work and they're so busy in their everyday lives that they kind of neglect themselves and they don't focus on their own emotions. They don't focus on their own ways to communicate and, and get these feelings out. Oh, 100%. And the thing is, we're like that icebreaker. People don't know yeah. who to contact. Yep. They don't know where to go. Um, and at least they see us for who we are. Um, we're showcasing what we look like online so people yeah. can say, oh, that's so-and-so. Yeah. You know, oh, they look like they're not bad blokes, you know. So they know who we are. They know that we're not perfect because, you know, we explain that no through our post. Perfect. And, um, you know, we're that first point of contact, that icebreaker for guys that may be really struggling, 
we can put them on to the right people. Yeah, you know, we can support them in that path. See, I like the idea. Um, I don't know if you if you want to elaborate on it, but what what Jed told me is he said one day he wanted Project Blokes to be the entity. Yep. So there's no need to pass them on to anyone else. One day to build such a big organisation, to have the opportunity to have the in-house work yeah, bro. and be able to do it all in one. Yeah, well, like, obviously, I think that is um, such a good idea and a, and a goal as well. We've got plans and big plans, man. Dr- plans and dreams. And um, yep. we're currently working on like yearly goals, five yearly goals, ten yearly goals. Yeah. Um, and yeah, hopefully one day we can be um, something that's more than just project blokes, you know. Yeah. We can have something that's covering not just blokes. Yeah. So um, people as an entity, people as yeah, one man. whole thing. Yeah. We have people working under the project blokes banner um, that don't necessarily just work to support blokes. Yeah. So yeah, um, hopefully one day it's so bigger than bigger than just that. One one question I wanted to delve into is like you, you've seen the process that I have. Um, I, I kind of talk to people and ask them about what drove them and and put them to their point that they're at now. So mm-hmm. I mean, how old are you? 33, bro. 33. 33 years young. Yes. Looking like you're 22. I look 23, brother. <laughs> yeah, well, a question that I have is what what kind of... Obviously, not every man's going to sit there and go, I'm going to start a, you know, a, a charity, you'd say, for yeah. men's mental health. Yep. Give me a bit of the background. Like, mm-hmm. obviously, you've suffered from your own demons before. Yeah, so... Um, just trying to think where I should start. Yeah, well, what I would say is start from... Like a young fella, give someone a background on the life. Where'd yep. you grow up? You're a Rocky boy? Yeah, so I'm Rocky boy, born and bred. 4701, bro. Yeah, man. <laughs> I've been here my whole life, pretty yep. much. Um, what high school did you go to? Emmaus, Emmaus College, man. You went to the Gra- same one as me? Graduated in 06, brother. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 06 you graduated. 06, brother. You were probably Five still years in old. grade one. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah so 06, went to St. Joey's PA. I went to St. Joey's PA as well. And then went to Emmaus, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, like anything, like I grew up in a pretty pretty good family um we went through like my family went through a lot of illnesses my parents mm-hmm. um so they suffered a lot through that um but gave me everything man like i'm so thankful for them um but then like you know just growing up turn 18 don't really know what you want to do in life man i just you know you party with your friends you hit the piss you hit the party drugs you do shit like that and um i think overall and over time a lot of that affects you as well you know, it's kind of just your outlet. Yeah. Um, and when you don't know really where you're going or what you're doing, man. You would have been... Uh, were you the first generation of... Uh, well, if you graduated in 06, then yep. you wouldn't have been... Um, like the first uh, MSN Facebook type of yeah, generation. Bro. So I was MSN Messenger, bro. Yeah, yeah. on the computer at yep. home. And it yep. was dial-up. Yeah. Dial-up, bro. So, you know, you'd have your old girl inside saying, you know, you've only got an hour online, you know. Because yeah. the phones, you know, oh, no one can that. ring you. Yeah. yeah, so, um, yeah, that was me, bro. I used Whoa. to sit there on MSN, man, have a few hours a night to have chats with me friends. Yeah. And I think I was about 15, 16 when, phone, like when people started getting mobile phones. Yeah. And they were just like the Nokia 33s. The old bricks. Yeah, bro, the old yeah. bricks with yeah. um, snakes. and Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, but life was simpler, man. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm kind of glad I grew ha- up. You didn't have the pressure of social media. Oh, hundred percent not. This is what I like, this bro. Is what I there preach. was none of that. Like, yeah. you didn't have to really get around. Like, my dick's better than yours at all, yeah. man. Like back then, bro, there was like, man, honestly, life seemed simpler. Well, yep. it was simpler. It was. Um, you had footy, bro. To to see someone, you had yeah. to either call them, talk to them on the phone, and it was usually a home phone. Yeah. 
or you had to go and visit them. Yeah. And man, that's the problem. Or you'd see them at school. Yeah, man. That's the only thing. That's the problem these day and age. Well, my opinion anyway is the generation coming through now, they don't know how to communicate because everything's done through a text message. They know how to communicate on this. That's right. But when they're sitting face to face with someone, they struggle to get the conversation out. You don't get that face value out of them. You don't see that expression. Yeah, yeah. Um, Man, I think it's massive this day and age with people and phones um, is their head's buried in them. Mm -hmm. They don't know how to communicate. They don't know how to communicate their problems. Yep. Um, I think it's it's pretty huge at the moment, and it's sad. I feel like it's going. It's it's uh, it's obviously getting worse. I feel like it's yeah. going to get worse, and it will get worse oh, if someone doesn't do something. A hundred percent. Limit it. hundred percent. And that's the problem. Like, you know, this day and age, everything's done. Like, you know, your apps to chat to another chick or a dude, whatever yep, you do. Yep. Uh, all online, like through your Tinder, through you know yeah, Snapchat, Snapchat, all Facebook, that kind of things, Instagram, man. Messenger, that's how people. Twitter. That's how people meet their partners. Yeah, it's literally. crazy, man. Literally, like you know, yeah. I just blo- it just blows me away, man. And like you know, I'm not gonna lie, I get caught up in the cycle. Yeah, like you yeah. know, everyone does. Yeah. Um, I just think sometimes like we just need to take a step back and just look at the bigger picture. Yeah. So, talking on that, I mean, you're a Joey's kid. You're an Emmaus boy. Um, growing up in those situations, you said it was a much simpler time. I mean, it's, I've only interviewed you and Jed, so yep. like you're the only old boys that I've interviewed. Yep. And by I don't mean old they boys disrespectfully, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but yeah, bro. everyone else has been eighteen and twenty. Um, so yeah, man. Like, like I said, I grew up. Life was pretty good. Um, I, I, I lived a pretty happy life. Like, so you, you didn't know. see too much. Uh, what you would say, mental health growing up, you didn't, bro, you didn't experience much of it. Or? No, like like I said, it wasn't really spoken of. No. Um, it was just bro, a t- you, didn't, it was you didn't hear about it. Just a typical... Even oh. back then, you wouldn't even hear about it. Like, if someone said to me they're depressed, I'd think they're weird. Yeah, 100%, okay. 100%, man. I'd be like, what the fuck? What are you, what are you unhappy about? Yeah, what like, is what there is to so be unhappy bad? about? Yeah. You know, fair enough for people that are ill and they've got life struggles, but, you know, just your normal everyday bloke that has more struggles than you'd realise, yeah. I'd be like, what are you depressed about, man? You know? It was kind of like, there wasn't much conversation around it. And... Um, and that's the stigma that we're starting yeah, to break man. down. Yeah, man. And like, well, going back, my grandfather took his life. Okay. That's how crazy, and that's how far it goes back. And you would never talk about it back then. Yeah. And um, yeah, like, so my granddad took his life while I was in the womb with my mum. Yeah. So obviously that affected my mum, yep. which has also then affected me, bro. Yeah, yeah. So that's where there's trauma, you know, that's passed on through all that as well. Yeah. Um, so has your mother talked about him? And that's the thing, he, mum never seen? really spoke to me much about it. My parents always kind of like, you know, they protected me, I feel, from a lot of things, like through all the illness, through yeah. cancers and stuff. I never once seen my mum or dad cry, upset, blame. Like, I really, like, hold that pretty close that they that they were like that with me, man, because I think, like... Definitely, it affects kids, and there's certain oh, things yeah. that kids don't 100%. really need to always hear. 100%. As kids, they need to be kids. Yeah. But yeah, so obviously, I've spoke about that a bit more with my mum through the older years. Uh, you know, here and there, and you know, just the stresses of business, and yep. you know, he had a lot on his plate, and um, often he would try to commit. Yeah, and my okay. dad's pulled him up, and um, yeah. Him up, yeah, yeah. Often, family tried to stop him. But, yeah, one night it was just obviously too much. And, yeah. So, yeah, so I never really knew a lot about that. And then I've had, like, other family members um, obviously commit suicide. Well, what Jed posted on Instagram, uh, was it this morning or or yesterday, uh, he said yearly, uh, well, 400 and something, but half a million. 510,000 people yearly, bro. um, Commit suicide, males. Males. Yep. 
males. Yep. Half a million. Yep. Half a million it's males crazy, bro. commit suicide yep. a year worldwide. Yep. So yeah, that's that's the problem. That statistic um, alone is man, like is gobsmacking. Doesn't that not warrant like further supports? Yeah. You know, like yep. what's what's the world doing? They're all caught up in like other things, yep. other you know, not even other illnesses like wars and all that stuff. But there's so much other stuff going on in the world that needs further support around it. But that doesn't mean, yeah. You know, sometimes you think like, what are they doing? Yeah, but then you can get into a rabbit hole. Then you can oh, say, th- th- then you can say they want us to be like that because then it's a, a, a controlling demeanor. Oh man, it, it yeah, like you could probably talk about it all day. <laughs> you know, um, <laughs> but yeah. So like I said, mental health um, has been pretty big in my family. My dad now suffers from depression. Yep. Um, <laughs> since he's retired. Um, it's intensified, I guess. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so I deal with a fair bit of that with my family and I give a lot of support to me mum around, you know, me father yep. and having chats with her, chats with him. So, yeah. Um, That's a big driver behind oh, what you're doing. Bro, yeah, yeah, massive. So the biggest drive around what I do is through, firstly, through family. Yep. Um, first-hand experiences. The yeah. unknown, like, you know, I always think back to, like, my grandfather when all that went down, like, how hard that must have been for like my mum and my whole family to and go him through. as well even. and him as well yeah. like I could never imagine you know coming home from work to hear that someone from my family has taken their life like bro that I, I don't even know where to begin with that like yeah. that's something else man and so yeah that's what the whole idea of project blokes is if we can break a bit of the stigma create a bit of awareness Help someone in the community, man. Just one person. Oh, man. That's one what person. I say every podcast. You just know, one person. One person. And at first it was one person, but now we want to create a community where we can start supporting more than that. Yeah. You know, we want to go bigger. We want, um, you know, we want community awareness. Yep. We want we want people to speak up. We want people, you know, to be so- supporting other people, man. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So that's kind of where, for me, holding it close, that's where that stems from. Um. And I guess that's why I believe I'm destined to be a helper slash healer. Yep. Um, I think that's my calling. Well, that's my that's my um, journey, bro. So I feel that through Project Blokes, um, hopefully I can, you know, evolve do a little bit of that. Yeah, evolve into, into and and, and hence why I'm in the industry now of um, support work. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a strength, and yeah, I've I've definitely found where I belong. So coming into the like late like well the early late years of life out yep. of out of out of becoming a teenager and, and getting into the type of the party yep. party scene basically, yep. um, did you did you kind of see the evolution of you said you had a, a great life growing up and you yep. didn't really suffer from any of these mental illnesses? Yeah. Did you kind of see that start to evolve around you and also yourself going into adolescence and going um, into the older years of your life? Or man, I never really suffered with you know, I'd always. I was kind of, you could say I used to get nervous around a lot of things because yep. I used to obviously have that kind of perfectionism ingrained into me. So I like to perform at the highest level with everything I've done. Yeah. So, you know, you could say I'd get a little bit anxious around things, um, but I didn't really understand or know. And then I went through yeah, like Yeah, your brain didn't connect it yeah, to be anxious, yeah. And yeah. then going through like young adult years, through my early 20s, man. Yep. Like when I say I don't didn't have care for a lot, I did care for things. I had a heart, but man, I used to just go out every weekend, piss me money up the wall, party all weekend, have no money for it. So Westfield. what was the like? What was the early year jobs? What were you doing? Uh, so I was started off. I left school. I was a um, apprentice tiler and waterproofer. Oh, 
yeah, yeah, so yeah, smashed yeah. out me trade. Yep. Um, done that for a for a fair bit. So of So eighteen years. to twenty two was the apprenticeship. Yeah, about that. And, and then you did another a fair few years. And after then that I as done well. a few years after that. Then I ran my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, had up to five, seven guys working for me at once. See, but right there, that that's kind of a your own business. That's a oh. lot of stress. That's a lot of bro. That's where. It all developed. probably developed, man. Okay. That's where my pockets were full and they started to just pile out the sides. Like, it was just becoming very overwhelming Get and running a business was like... To run it with, yeah. yeah it was kind of like triggered triggered off a lot of things. Um, just through the stresses of running a business, man, it's not just me that I had to worry about. I had Seven workers, other man. Boys. Man, yeah, I had workers. Insurance, oh, everything, bro, everything. It used to cost me, like, and I was only a small business owner. It used to cost me pr- at least 15K a week Yeah. before I'd have to, before me making any money to myself, I'd yeah. have to outlay fif- roughly 10 to 15K every week with yeah, materials right. and for, for pays, for bills, for everything. Yeah, insurance is everything. Oh, yeah, bro. And, and, like, it was nothing for a builder or someone not to pay me. And I'm thinking, how am I going to pay these boys? Yeah, how am I going to get food on how, the table? You know, and it was more them that I'd worry about than myself. Yeah. And, like, no one ever really knew. Like, I always paid them. There was never any issues. Yeah. Because things would kind of always fall in place. But, man, it was often that builders See, wouldn't pay, man. life's got a bit of a funny way like that. Oh, eh? bro, it you was crazy. You yourself until about five minutes beforehand and then bam. Man, and that's the way I've kind of looked at life um, since then. Like... There's always a for me it feels like there's always a way or I will recre- I will create a way yeah um yeah, yeah, yeah. you know obviously it's not always going to go to plan but majority of the time I like to be thrown in water and yeah. be told to swim yeah that's where I think I'm at my best man that's where I achieve the most yeah the pressure on yeah, the head man I'm exactly like that as and well and honestly it's probably not always good no. to operate like that no. but. You know, that's where I feel like I've achieved the best things in life. Yeah. So, yeah, um, like I said, going back to running business, man, very stressful. Um, what was the, but what was the, what was the, like, the, the, the thought? Like, what, what made you sit there and go, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to start well, my own business. I was working for a guy and work went quiet. Yep. But um, I was pumping out a few cashies and stuff on the side and I had builders that were keen. So I was like, well, this guy doesn't have work. Oh, I know I can get work. Yeah. So I started doing like my business management course. Uh, went and got went and got my QBCC license, yep. um, and went out and went out my own man. And that's and just, how it all yeah, kind of started. Yeah, just, uh, but the worst thing was, bro, I didn't actually even like Thailand. I just done it for a job and money in the pocket. And yeah, that's all I seen was dollar signs. And honestly, I didn't even enjoy run the business. Like there was no passion. I didn't have enough drive behind it. All it was was money. Yeah. And, um, and when money rules, when when money's that, yeah, when, when money's the number one goal, it's never going to end. I well. mean, it's that like money does bring happiness, but not all happiness. No. Money only creates so much. Correct. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's where I was like, it just got too much for me, and I was like, well, I'm unhappy. All I'm doing is working. Um, yeah. It honestly for me, there was no drive. There was no passion. So it was time to get out of there. Yep. And what at that time, like where, when you started this, because you've obviously had multiple relationships. Yep. When you started that at 18 years old up until the time you ended your own business, yep. you obviously had relationships. You obviously had women come into your life. Yeah, ago. I had a few relationships, bro. Um, and through the time of having a business, I was in a quite serious one where I was engaged. Yep. Um, and that kind of fell apart, I suppose, 
business stress could have related to it as well. You yeah. know, there's well, it's you know, all it, it's oh, all bro, a, a compounding heaps, factor. Heaps, yeah. heaps of shit that went on. Um, but then at the end, when I was kind of just lost the desire, lost the drive for business, I thought, well, you know, I still had money in the back of my brain, so I was like, well, I need to earn so much money. Mm. So that's when I went down the path of the mines. Oh, so you, yeah. you did mines as yeah, well. Yeah, so I left um, the tiling business and more or less shut it down. Yep. Um, prepared all the guys, gave them months in advance. They all found jobs, you know, so yeah. it wasn't just like yeah. I just shut my business down. Yeah. Um, done that, went out to the mines, and um, from day one, bro, I hated it. It was honestly... Seven on, seven off. Seven on, yeah. seven off. Um, I worked out at Middlemount. Twelve and a half hour days, yeah, 13 hour days, yeah, basically. more or less. Yeah. By the time you get... By the time you leave in the morning and get back, you're looking at, yeah, 12, 14 hour days. Wake up at four in the morning, 3.30 yeah, basically. And it wasn't Fuck so much that. like the job was all right. It didn't suit me, but it was more the isolation, man. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of a social guy that likes to be surrounded by people. Yeah. Um, so that's where I really struggled was the isolation, man. Um, yeah, it just knocked me for six. So... I would go to work, honestly, and this is what I used to say. I didn't feel like this. I didn't want this to happen. But heading out to the mine site, I pretty much said, what's the biggest tree that I can line myself up with? Yeah. Driving home, I was fucking fist pumping. So that was the difference, yeah, bro. Yeah. That was the difference. I wasn't going to line myself up with a tree. No. Like, I wasn't depressed. I was just unhappy yeah. about the circumstance. But um, in saying that, those... 12 to 14 months that I worked out the mines, I probably learnt a fair bit about myself. Yeah. And it was good to kind of feel well, isolated it's, and lonely. It's you, yourself, and I. That's like right. You're learning everything that's going on in your that's head. exactly right, man. Your, I your felt isolated and lonely, and I wasn't used to spending that time alone. So the time alone, I spent thinking about a lot of things. Yeah. And um, in ways, like, it, I take a positive from it. Yeah. So, like, when lining, I first yeah. started, man... Um, there's this guy there, my trainee, because I was a trainee driller, so I was a, I was a drill operator. Oh, dr- yeah, drill yeah. offside, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I used to operate um, big, massive drill rigs yep. and drill for coal. Um, so I'd be in operating this $4 million rig. Yeah, just right. Me just cruising around in this. Yeah. It's pretty cool, man. Is that, no, that is that open, ch- open cut open, or under? Open cut oh, okay, line, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what I used to do. But the trainee guy, he's like, um, I remember the first week, there's one thing that stuck out for me. He's like, do you listen to podcasts, bro? I said, what the fuck? I said, that's weird, bro. I said, no way. <laughs> Who yeah. listened to a podcast? And he's like, man, trust me, after about three, four swings, you'll be listening to him. I said, yeah, right, I do. And he was a cool dude, and I really took a lot from him. After about three, four swings, I was listening to podcasts. Yeah, you and because, on bro, it. I felt like I was going dumb. Like, you know, you're in there like a monkey just swinging levers, bro. <laughs> and, like, you could almost do it in your sleep. Yeah. So I felt like I was going a, bit, a little bit brain dead, a little bit dumb. And because I had so much time to think, I thought, well, you know, I should put a little bit of this time to use. Mm -hmm. So I started listening to like personal development podcasts and podcasts about like different things, people going through average times in life. You ever listen to Joe Rogan? Uh, Yeah, I used to listen to Joe Rogan, but a lot of influential people. And I used to try and look for, like, you know, there's your big guys like Jordan Peterson, um, you know, like there's your big guys from like overseas and that. But I really wanted to try and find guys in Australia that were a little bit smaller, but who I could maybe more relate to. Model yourself off. Yeah, Yeah, bro. So there's a few guys that I used to listen to and a few different podcasts. And man, I learned so much through them. And they honestly, listening to those podcasts most mornings um, or most nights, 
they got me through most of my shifts and through a few of the hard times. Yep. Um, but then, yeah, it all come a bit too much. Like, I went through, obviously, a relation. Oh, no, actually, I didn't go through a relationship breakup then. Um, what sent me, what kind of made me come back to town was um, me old man had another heart attack while I was out there on a night shift. Yep. And I thought to myself, like, there's more to life to being unhappy and being out here where I'm not happy. Yeah, and, well, and a, big, I just, a, a big motivation is also, you like, you get that call, right? Yep. You're... Three and what? a half hours, yeah, four, four hours, hours away. You get the call and you're around the corner. There's That's a big, right, there's bro. a big difference for and, yourself. And man, it was, I was on night shift. It was like nine at night. My mum called me, and I was like, "Yeah, you know what? There's more to life than this." I rang my boss straight up. I was in tears, man. I was pretty yeah. upset. Well, as you would be. Drove back yeah. to the camp, got in the car, and never went, never went back. So that was the last time bro, you did that it. Was the you got the call straw. and you and you yeah. And you but I did, like I said, I rang um, the boss. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Told you them, did the you know, circumstances and just said, you know, I'm not in a good space right now. But um. And then, yeah, that's when I come back, went back to Thailand until I got the gig in um, support work and, yeah, never looked back, bro. So, what, being in that mindset and, and working around all these, all, all, well, it's majority men. It's, yep. it's 98% men, basically. Yeah. Um, what was the, the mental? Like, uh, you, there's got to be a lot of blokes out there like man, you. Like, to be honest, most people say they don't want to be there. There's a small majority that love it. Yeah. Um, a lot of them are usually getting away from their families yep. that want to be out there. Yeah. Um, but most guys don't really want to be there. It's a pay. It's pay at the end of the week. Yeah. It supports their family. It get, it lets them live a more comfortable life. Yeah. But yeah, most guys that you go out there and talk to, from where I worked, weren't really that happy, man. They'd indulge in food. They'd drink bulk piss at night. They'd be up the pub. So they're spending their money anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't really that happy, man. And that's what, like I sense a lot of things. And through working on site, there was just that feeling, man, of a lot of unhappiness. Um, I didn't connect. I didn't really fit in, bro. I just didn't fit in with the people out there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, to me, that added to the negativity of what I was thinking. So, you felt left out. Yeah, in ways. Like, I get along with anyone and I can talk to anyone. And I had no issues with that. Um, I just felt like it was just negative from the get-go. And a yeah. lot of that was probably from my mindset. As well. Well, it's also the vibe and the persona. Yeah, like as you yeah. said, if, if if they're out there drinking their drinking the piss yeah, up man. the wall and they're wasting themselves, obviously it's oh, gonna bro, I, it's gonna put a negative feeling on and you. And then in you know, I'd end up up the pubs, you know, sometimes yeah. because well, I don't want to sit in this donger on my own, lonely, bored, isolated, yeah. and like I wasn't the best sleeper as it was. So, you know, it was a real struggle for me where like a lot of the guys would just go back to their rooms and they'd just sit in their room and you know. I guess, I guess that's go through the cool motions. for some dudes and yeah. that's fine. But, um, yeah, man, after 12, 14 months, I just couldn't do that anymore. Gave it the fluke. Yeah, man. And like I said, there's to me, there's more to life than being unhappy. And, you know, key to life is happiness. And sometimes you've just got to, well, most of the time, you've got to put yourself first. Mm-hmm. And I had to put myself first and how I felt first. And by that, that meant coming back to town. Yep. So what, you made that move back, you came back, you decided to... To, to give it to Flick and come back to that normal normal city cycle of life. Yep. Um, what, you had the missus at the time? Yeah, I had my missus at the time. Um, and that was a serious relationship? Yeah, we went through, that's, the engagement. Oh, we were engaged. Um, yep. We went through a breakup three months before our wedding. True. Yeah, man. So um, that True. was pretty heavy. Um, plus we had like house and everything together. Yep. So I had to go through all that while starting a new job and studying and trying to sort, you know, trying to sort my life out more yeah. or less. So yeah, that was kind of, I guess, rough times for a bit. 
Um, but I dealt with that pretty yeah, good. Yeah. Um, so like what are some what are some of your tools? I might ask. Like yep. what? Like obviously now you you've done you've done a lot of self help courses or you've studied a lot of self help. Yeah, but I'm, back I'm in that in day, what like was said, what was a tool for you? Through those days, I lot I learned a lot through podcasts. So yep. I used to really relate back to the guys who I'd listen to. Mm-hmm. So a tool for me was listening to podcasts. Yeah, okay, because then you could, um, they would connect, build, it yeah, I could go, connect it. Yeah, I could connect. He feels like built that. up. Yep. Um, and I didn't feel like I was alone. Yep. I felt like, you know, well, you know, I'm feeling this because of this. It's normal. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not, it's not unnormal to feel like this because these guys who I listen to on these podcasts who are professionals mm. who have gone through it or have spoke to people who have gone through it, um, no firsthand. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so for me, a big one that helped me through was podcast. I mean, I used to listen to podcasts all the time. That's all I listen um, to now. Yeah. yeah, bro. And then secondly was getting out and moving, um, getting back into the gym, yep. um, getting out into nature, so physical activity. Yep. Um, just walking. Bro, Literally just, need to just, do. just walking helps. It's, you know, like, just walking outside your bed. Like, you know, people that sit in their bedroom all day, just walk outside your bedroom, walk down the stairs, walk out into the yard and yeah. just... You know, feel what's around you. Observe it. You know? Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, a big thing for me was obviously, like, physical activity, getting out in nature. Um, I love looking at views. So, often I'd go up to, like, places like Mount Archer. Yep. And I'd just sit there and think, man, and just be be with Earth, man. Just be yeah. surrounded by yeah. by nature, bro. Yeah. It smelt good. It felt good. It, but it, I don't know. I, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a religious man or anything like that, yep. but... I still feel like I, I just feel like everything is connected at the end of the day. Oh, and, yeah. and when you're sitting there and you're just one and you're in that moment yeah, and man. there's no distractions, there's no phone, there's no nothing mm-hmm. and you can just process all this and it yep. just comes into your heart and it comes into your mind, you really do feel Oh yeah, connected. it just really slows everything down for you. Yeah. And um yeah, so I spent a lot I spent a bit of time trying to practice on breath work. Yep. Really struggled, man. Probably didn't give it the respect that it deserved. So Obviously, that wasn't a tool that I use. It is now. Yep. But, yeah, um, like I said, so the big ones were podcasts for me. Yeah. Um, getting out in nature, moving, and um, obviously now slowing down my breathing and yep. just being present in the moment and feeling my shit, man. So, like, you know, if I'm feeling like crap, if there's something going on in life, instead of, like, trying to ignore it and, like, throw it in the back, I'm owning that shit. Like, you mm. know, yeah, man, I feel like shit today. It's fucking really shit. And why and do I, I feel know like that. shit today? Yeah. And I know that. And then yeah. I try and connect it with why I might be feeling like shit. Yeah. And then I accept it. Yeah. I chill for a bit. I feel it. And then I move on, man. Mm-hmm. And then, man, even if you want, you can always give yourself that time at the end of the day. If you want to push it away, as long as you reflect on what you're feeling or what you've gone through. Yeah, what's making you yeah, feel like that. Yeah, because otherwise it's just going to be a revolving circle, man. That's and a, that's and an I know an it's issue. easier said than done, bro. Yeah. It takes a lot of, like... It takes a lot of time to actually train yourself yep. to do it. It takes a lot of guts. Yeah, man. At, at the end of it. Yeah. Because you got to think, like, uh, even even myself, I struggled uh, oh. really, really bad with that growing yep. up. I feel like, because, you know, I, I've had a bunch of situations and I've, and I've done a lot of things and seen a lot of stuff. But even, like, relationships, man, you'd break up with that chick and then you'd, you'd just reflect on it. And oh, you, man. And you wouldn't, let that, you wouldn't let that feeling go. You'd just keep yeah. telling yourself... And that's the hardest thing. And like I said, like those feelings are going to be there. You're going to have shit days. Yeah. It's normal to have a shit day. Not every day can be a perfect day. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing. Well, it's, like, it's, yin, it's yin and yang. It's, that's it. It's dark and white. That's right. It's, it's, you, can have, you can have all this happiness, but mm-hmm. for you to have all this happiness, you must have dark. You oh, must that's right. have the dark And times. you must 
go through the dark times to feel the good times. Yeah. Like, and if you're not working through those emotions, through the tough times, through the trauma, well, you're not going to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Mm. And like, you know, that's just how it is, man. And that's like, I've been there. I I feel that, you know, um, and like I said, I still have me shit days, but I know that there's always going to be a good day. Yeah, there's always going to be that 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 yeah. smile. Yeah. So, so what that was? You, you come back into that Thailand? How long ago was that? Um, roughly around this. Roughly three and a half years ago, yeah. man. But it was only because I had a plan in place. It yeah. was only for like a month or two. Yeah. Because I knew I had a job to go into. Yeah. And um, you went into that, and that's where you met Jed, and that's where that. Yeah, that's, that's where, where the Jed. experience That's where that connection sparking. was, and that's where I even learnt more and more about myself, man. Yep. Through working with underprivileged children. Yeah. Seeing what they've gone through, I'm like, holy shit! Like you know. I don't. I'm not saying my life was really bad, but but there's other people out there. That oh have, man, and like you know, worse, yeah. at the end of the day, these poor kids, they don't even have a mum or dad to go home to at yeah. night. You know, at least I had somewhere to go. Like a lot of the time, they have no one. They have me, yeah. who's working with them. You know, so I learnt so much from these kids that they didn't even realise. Um, so much that I took from that, and um, you know, kind of realised like hey, my life ain't so bad, um, you know, so yeah. I mean, it, it's got to be, well, by the sounds of it, you've obviously experienced, like, there's, there's probably four stages of, of different parts of your life that you've really experienced. Yep. And with with us talking about Project Blokes and, and with all that, mm-hmm. what, are, what are your personal goals that you're, that you are, you, you yourself are aiming, aiming for? So not for what we want Project Blokes in five to 10 to 15 years, yep. what are, what are your goals that you want to hit in the next five? Yep. So my current goals are personal development, like I said, yep. um, working on myself, working on my mission and my purpose in life. Yep. That's currently where I'm and, at. And discovering more purpose. And discovering in life. more, yeah. and just finding out who I really am, and unlocking the potential that I actually do have that I don't give myself credit for. Yeah. Um, and then obviously me number one at the moment. Yep. And then obviously. Um, Hopefully creating something, well, not hopefully, creating something, which we currently am with Project Blokes. Um, And then, yeah, that's pretty much where I'm at, bro. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's basically the same premise as me, but uh, a big thing that I see in you is that you're you're very, this is me and this is who I am and this is how it's going to be. Like, you're you're, you're very... like you spit the shit, but then you're you're like, this is how it is. Yeah, you got to understand that, and you got to accept that, and you got to work with that. Yeah, and don't get me wrong, like on the exterior and how I talk, that's definitely there. Yeah, but like I'm only just really learning that. I've only just yeah. been scratching back the surface for that. Um, I've lacked a lot of confidence, bro. Yeah, and okay. a lot of people don't realize that. Yeah, but that's one thing that I'm really working on is my self confidence, man. Yeah. Because I know I've got the potential, but I haven't been confident enough to back myself, man. And that's where I'm really starting to realise, hey, no, I can do this, man. I can do anything. Yeah. Oh, well, a a big thing is, is if you're you're lacking confidence in yourself, the people around you, not not for, say, see that, but they feel that. Oh, yeah. And they lack confidence as well. If you walk into the room beaming, smiling, acting like a a happy chap. Yeah, man. Not overconfident, but you are trying to be happy with people. That's right. They're going to feel that, see that, and then repercuss that. Oh, yeah, man. They're going to want to mirror that. Yeah. So, yeah, bro. So, like I said, so much personal development lately, even more so lately, is going into it. Yeah. Um, but like I said, I've been working on myself for years, and it takes time, man. And that's all I can say to people. Like, you won't see 
Oh, it's not a it's results it's, always at the start. Nah, it's not and like a weight loss pill. Nah, it's, man, it's, you've honestly got to be consistent with yourself. And the biggest thing is routines, man. Stick to those routines. Yeah. Um, and you know, because we we honestly need routine in our life. Like yeah. I know I need routine and structure. Without yep. that, I'm a mess. Yeah. Um. So yeah, like I said, there's all these little things that make up who we are, mm-hmm. and that I'm slowly starting to discover realize. it all. Yeah, yeah. Man. So listen, I mean. Evolving into the next segment, um, the premise of it is we're here to help people and we want to help people. Yep. Um, for people sitting out there and listening, they could be listening to every podcast, they could be brand new listening to us right now. What are some tools and some uh, some experiences that you want to give someone and, and explain to them, yep. like, this is what you're able to do if the situation arises? Yeah, man. The, the mental health side of things, what, what, are, what are some things that you have to speak on? So, like I said, if we're relating back to tools... Um, Number one, don't be afraid to ask. Yep. You need to ask. If you need help, ask for help. Yep. Like that is vital, bro, because no one can help you unless you start helping yourself. Yep. So you need to speak. And the biggest thing is a lot of the time people don't know something's up with you unless you do speak because people are so good at masking that, man. Yep. Yep. And it's the people that you don't expect that are really struggling. So number one, bro, is speak. Mm-hmm. Number two to me is movement. Yep. Get up, move. Get out of bed. Don't lay in bed all day dwelling. Get up and move. Like I said, even if it's walking down the back stairs, walking out in nature and having a look. Mm-hmm. So movement would be number two for me. Um, number three would be like journaling. So like writing down how you feel. Um, getting the positive, mind from out, getting negative, the minds from out of here onto here. Yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter, man. What could be just a load of fucking shit. Yeah. But write it down and reflect on it. Um, the other thing, number four relate a little bit with number three is um sit with how you feel mm-hmm. you know acknowledge today i woke up feeling like shit i know i feel like shit what could be causing me to feel like shit you know just go through a little bit of a um questionnaire with yourself like yep. you know i'm aware that i'm feeling like shit what's making me feel like shit um what could i do to make myself feel better so just those kind of things um and then find what works for you Things work differently for certain people. Like I said, some people might like to get out and do some fitness. Yeah. Some people might like to sit there and be present with how they're with their breathing. Yeah. Or some readable. people might like to body scan. So you know, they might look at their hand and you know just examine their fingers all the way up their arm. You know, certain things like that. There's heaps of different things you can do. Okay. See, man. Listen, I'm not going to hold you forever. Yep. Um. <laughs> I just want to say, man. I just want to say that I'm seriously proud, and I'm yep. and I'm and it's a big motivation for what I'm seeing you doing what I'm seeing you boys do, and yeah, I'm sure everyone out there, if you are watching and you haven't uh, subscribed or you haven't followed or liked any of the pages, the the links will be in the description. Um, Project Blokes is going to be a big thing in in everyone's life. I feel like well, around yeah, the surrounding man. us, um, and it's going to be it's going to be involved in us for a long time. And, you know, hopefully one day it's it's something bigger than all of us and, you know, hopefully one day we're six foot under and it's... There's a legacy there, bro. Hopefully yeah. that's what I want to create, so... So listen, man, um, I just want to thank you. Yep. I mean, I'll let you go. It's getting late. It's almost bedtime. <laughs> um, but I just want to thank you, man, and, and hopefully one day you can come back on and... Yeah, bro, for sure. Like you said, you're doing all these, you're doing all these courses and you're, and you're doing more self-help. Yeah, man, well, um, like I said, just in conclusion, man, if I'm not doing these things to better myself, to learn more about myself... How can I be out there providing this information? How can you preach people, it if, you, if, you're not, yeah, right. if you're not living it? Yeah. That's right, man. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, I appreciate um, you getting me on here, bro. And oh, yeah, look yeah. forward to working with you um, even further. And um, 
any of you guys listening today, make sure you um, cruise over to Rocky Nats Easter weekend. Um, myself and Noah and the rest of the project boys yes, will sir. be there. Yes, sir. We'll um, be there. We'll we be there. We hope to see you all there. We'll have some pretty faces on some nice looking <laughs> shirts. But listen, man, uh, it's been your boy Noah Kuhn. This is the Altruistic Podcast. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's us. We're signing out, man. We're going to do our own thing. I'll see you boys later. Peace. Peace out.